Hello, Justin. Uh, hello, Christian. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hold on, I have to dismiss this COVID notification in my email for my daughter's elementary school. You get a lot of those, huh? Constantly at this point. This shit is nuts. Can't you just turn that shit off? Nobody seems to be doing... Then it would turn off all the shit from their school, and they're doing remote learning, so I need to get the emails. Oh, right, I forgot they're still doing remote. Yeah, I'm not sending them back on the fucking COVID capital. The COVID capital. Well, how it's been a while since we've, been on the show, uh, since we've done this. How has your uh, week been, I guess? Yeah, it's been like 10 days or 11 or 12 days. It's nice to have the break, though. <laughs> I was doing the fucking show prep, and I was like, episode 113? I think this is episode 113. That's what I'm calling it. Fine with me, man. All right, cool. But yeah, it was nice to have a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually, because we did what? We did it on Sunday? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Although I don't, uh, we usually drop on Thursday, so I don't know how much like news and stuff we would miss. If we recorded Sunday and then dropped it on Thursday, I don't think we, we can drop absolutely on cannot do that. Yeah, but I, but if we if we recorded Sundays and then dropped on Tuesday, um, we'll be able to do this because football season's over. So, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, hmm. something to remember. Uh, I have to give special thanks okay. to Professor Kellogg. Ah, yes. Uh, I, like I have been feeling like fucking dog shit for about a week and a half. I like that guy. In unbearable pain. And uh, Professor Kellogg came by with some solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate him greatly because shit was getting rough there for a minute, man. Okay. So you're feeling better now. I am. I, I'm medicated, as ah. one might say. But ah. I am feeling better until I run out of medication. Okay. We're going to talk about somebody else who liked to self-medicate later on in the show. And it went terribly wrong. (laughs) I feel great. I feel great. (laughs) So what would you bring us here today? What is this? It looks like a a salsa container. (laughs) Um, But there seems to be like a... a... You have a Jell-O shot. Ah. And what I have around me are... Gummy worms and gummy bears soaked in the booziest of booze. Okay. That I'm going to be using instead of drinking my usual vodka today. Now, I've been told that white women love these things. Something about just sticking their tongue in there and wiggling it around, I guess. <laughs> I don't do that. You I stick my finger in I there. I stick my finger in there, too. And yeah, do yeah. the twirl. And then go. That's <laughs> right. Suck it all up. <laughs> The last time I did jello shots, I was on the river. Oh my god! And they and the, this one person, I've, I've talked about this on the show, I'm sure, but they had they had like actual like watermelon slices with like jello on top of the watermelon. I don't know how they did that it. That is extra as fuck. But I was eating that shit like it was just regular watermelon. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was floating a river. Had no idea where anybody was. Just by yourself. <laughs> Where's everybody at? Uh, they left me. No, you left them, buddy. <laughs> They're looking for you. Uh, and then Justin just got drunk and wandered off. And then he got Fucking drunk and wandered off. Towly ass. Um, it's okay. I got found. I got found. Yeah, you, you're good at that. You're good at getting found. Good at getting lost yeah. and found. You have to be good at both. Otherwise, it doesn't work. <laughs> otherwise, you're just lost, you're buddy. Just lost all the time. Uh, oh, dude. MLK Day. True. Um, I went to work. What do you know? My children were off of school. Um, you know, shout, shout out to them. Okay. Um, a couple funny things happened. We'll start with every year. And I watch this on, on social media every year. The FBI puts out like a tribute to MLK, like on their Twitter account. And they just get dumped on because they're the people who killed MLK. The they literally sent him letters at, Trying to convince him to kill himself, and now they're like, "Oh yeah, he was great." It's like, yeah, what's his name? Y'all, like, y'all need to stop. Just fucking stop. What's it. the guy's name that was head of the FBI? Hoover? Hoover, yeah, the, the crossdresser. <laughs> kill yourself, Negro. And now the FBI's like, "Oh, you were great." As a matter of fact, everybody's like that. Oh, Martin Luther King, you're so great. Martin Luther King was fucking hated when he was alive. Oh man, by most of the nation, and now everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Martin Luther King." 
you shouldn't riot because Martin Luther King was a peaceful protester. And then they read like half of his quotes and not all of them. Don't worry. I have some to read later. Ah, good. He also got around. He was a, uh, a ladies' man. That is unfounded rumor, according to his wife. <laughs> okay. okay. Coretta Scott King. She okay. says. She would know more than I She says, that's some old bullshit. I never slept around. And he damn you. sure wouldn't ever with no white women. That's what she said. Martin Luther King. And with all the fucking misinformation the FBI was putting out about him, I don't really have reason to believe uh, yeah, that account over his wife's account. That's true. It's the same thing that we were talking about. This is months and maybe years ago at this point. Edgar Allan Poe. They put out so much that his rival put out so much shit, dirty crap about him, that so, people believed it. Some of it stuck. Yeah. Well, after he died, the guy put out like a fake biography about him. What a dick. And, you know, back in the day, the written word was taken as truth. So, you know. I, no, I hear you. It's just like, all right, here's your rival. He's dead now. You still need the dunk on him with yeah, fake yeah. shit? Like, yeah. Oh it's like God. some of you guys that take memes as truth and fucking articles you don't read. <laughs> Headlines. Certain target Headlines. demographic. No, it's everyone. There's not a, it's just everyone. Look, headline, post. Hey, this says something that I agree with. So it's true, and I'm running with it. Yes. You got to vet your shit. This is why I follow like right-wing people on Twitter and read right-wing publications. Because like, I don't agree with that shit. But I don't want to be in a fucking echo chamber of people who only think the way that I do. Got to see both sides. Otherwise, you end up looking like a stupid doof. That's why I just stay out of politics. Because <laughs> I don't want to read any of it. I got better shit to do. Should we start the show? All right. Well, that's our show. Um, tune in next week. Uh, we're going to talk about Big Bird and Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Mm. Hey, Bert. Mm. Uh, Bert, I thought I told to quit eating cookies in the bed. Sleeping in the same bed, head uh, ass. There is definitely something going on. There. Mm. Now it's totally cool. But, you know, back in the 60s when Sesame Street mm. was running, they were getting curb stopped. <laughs> Frog and Toad? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how old y'all are, but if y'all read Frog and Toad, they were gay. <laughs> the, the, the creator of Frog and Toad was a closeted gay man. They were depth. Do they used to sit with their feet touching, like while, while sipping tea by the fire? Like it was obvious. Frog and toad. I'm looking it up right now. Oh yeah, they would ride bicycles together. Yep, tandem bikes. Yeah, tandem bikes. <laughs> Here they're throwing. They're doing kites together. Ugh. Eating cookies. They were just really good friends. They're just the best of buds. We gotta start the we show. We gotta be more like Frog and Toad Christian. No, we don't. <laughs> they were living their best life. We'll live ours, but we don't need to do that. I hear they're building a frog man. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. a frog snowman. Snowman. Snowman frog. <laughs> uh, this is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, hey. hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter at underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at 10 beers with an O, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by Wood Snap. Ever wonder if the wood your neighbor has piled up in the street is good firewood or smoker-worthy? Are you worried that if you ask if it's hard cherry and it's actually apple, you could lose your man card? Well, no more. Now, with WoodSnap, you can discreetly take a picture of the inner rings or bark and send the photo through the WoodSnap app, and boom, that shit's alder. <laughs> now you can impress your friends with your vast wood knowledge. Set up a wood tasting and blow their minds. Hickory, oak, alder, maple, mesquite, pecan, walnut, apple. WoodSnap. Get your wood today. We definitely need to set up a wood tasting. Yes. They just come taste our wood. Yeah. All day and all night. Yeah, baby. I like this app, actually. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about it the other day. It was like, you know, you get on Craigslist or something. You Like, you ever, you ever browse the free on Craigslist? Not in probably 10 years. It's It's fun. It's just fun to do. But, yeah, there's always, like, a pile of fucking wood. And there's always some guy on, like, my Facebook group who's in, like, you know, the barbecue groups. And he's like... What is this oak? Da, 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 da. And there's always a fight about it. But it's like, man, wouldn't it be great if we could just like? It's Shazam for wood. Shazam for wood. 
Woodsam. <laughs> Guys, don't forget our email is alcoholicspc at gmail.com. Uh, Please write the show. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Speaking of, haven't checked. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, shit. You have a bunch of mail in here? No, but Uncle Ben wrote us. Hey. So we've got something more. Super fan. Super fan. Do you need to do you need to read it quietly before you read it aloud? No, no, no. We can I can do it right now. Run with it. We've got a writer. Uncle Ben writes the show. Happy New Year, you two. So it's a couple weeks later. Yeah, hey, uh, it's, uh, it's a little late. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle Ben. Hey. He says, Uncle Ben writes, Justin, I do remember the show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Liar! It's a show. Even Micah knew it was a show. Uh, actors, artists such as Iggy Pop, Steve Buscemi, and even Adam West came out in a couple of the episodes on the show, just to name a few. It's a real show, Christian. No, it isn't. It's in capitals. That means it has to be true. It's a headline. Oh, okay. And little Pete can make his little t- tattoo petunia dance. I got your back, Justin. Until next time, you two. Cheers, Uncle Ben. You said little Pete can make his, and I was, I was, I didn't know where you were. Big Pete, little Pete. I didn't know where you were going with that, but no, no, I remember no. the petunia tattoo. Big Pete, little Pete. Yeah. Hey, so, these gummy bears are pretty good, Justin. <laughs> All right, I'm going to mm. stick my finger in here. Mm, baby. He's taking a jello shot, guys. <laughs> I just need to clarify. <laughs> so you knew where he was sticking his finger. Shit sounded crazy. Okay. Watching someone else take a jello shot is fucking disgusting. Remind me to never do that again. <laughs> this is the last, the first and last time we're ever doing this. All right. Well, that was definitely watermelon. The best flavor ever. It's the best. Uh, so, would you like to start the show off with, Christian? I mean, probably football. Okay. There's so much. Is there a lot? The games are terrible. Not just the games. Talk about Urban Meyer getting hired at Jacksonville. That's true. Urban Meyer has come out of retirement to coach the Jacksonville Jaguars. Which I think is fucking nuts because several of his college coaching years, he had some kind of health problem to where he couldn't continue or had to retire. And those are 12 to 13 game seasons, not 17 to 20 game seasons. Yeah, It seems like a liability. Maybe he made those up, you know. <laughs> Probably. I'm done. I'm not but, feeling I mean, well. this is worse. The temperature's going to be hotter uh, in terms of pressure. So if he was making shit up to escape the pressure in college, this is just going to be way worse. Yeah, but wasn't he in Ohio? Wouldn't you get sick uh, in Ohio? He was in Florida as well. I know, but now he's in Jacksonville. And, and Bowling Green at the beginning and Utah. He did play a shit third, Bowling Green in Utah. He made Utah relevant, actually. There's no um, there's no dispute about his coaching acumen. Obviously, he's amazing. Uh, it's just stamina. Yeah. You got a big dick, but you're in the last 30 seconds. Mm. Uh, eh. mm. Yeah, at least 90 seconds. Yeah. At least 90 seconds. Gotta get that 90 seconds in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what the fuck are you good for? But, I mean, he's going to have Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't think they have much else. They got No, they got picks and cap room. They got picks and cap room. Yeah, yeah. of course. But. So, no, they don't have much else on the roster, but they can build one pretty quick. And Gardner Minshew. The mustache. I'm out on Gardner. I, I still there. like him. Like I want to get him I'll, the fuck out of there. I, I want to drink beer with the guy, but I don't want to watch him. It's going to be the backup coach of Dallas. You know, if you're not careful. Kellen Moore. I'm sorry, leave. the backup quarterback. We're hiring coach. Gardner Minshew as OC. <laughs> We're running the mustache. Um. What, oh, divisional playoffs. What games do we want to talk about? Cleveland Browns could have won if they ran the ball more. God damn it! <laughs> I've been saying this shit all year. Run the ball and win. Cleveland Browns playing against the Chiefs. Clearly, if you're the Browns, you're playing the Chiefs. You want to have a ball control offense and limit Mahomes' possessions. Um, and so in the first half, they had a whopping 18 yards rushing. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? In the third quarter, they had 72 yards rushing. In the third quarter. But what pissed me off is like, all right, 
Obviously, the coaches know at halftime. The coaches know they have to run the ball more. And I'm sitting here saying the same shit. The fucking sideline reporter was like, yeah, the coach, coach Stefanski realizes they got to get the rushing game going. And then they get the ball in the second half and then pass it three straight fucking times and, and then punt it. Like, what the fuck are you doing? They're, they're saving time. It's because they know they need time later. So they're gonna Shut the fuck <laughs> throw up. Throw the ball. <laughs> you know what to save them time? Not calling timeouts to avoid delays of game uh, on third and 21. Uh, like, Stefanski, he kind of choked uh, in terms of coaching at the end of that game. Um, Mahomes got knocked out. It was concussed. I'm like, all right. Who's the, the backup quarterback? The Browns got this shit. And then 35-year-old Chad Hitty comes in the game with balls of steel. Andy Reid also with balls of steel. Yes. Uh, and he so ices funny. the fucking game with a, like a 14-yard scramble. And then they threw the ball on fourth and one to end the game. Nobody thought they were going to do that. They even had Tony Romo fooled. Yeah. Jim, Jim, look, Jim. Look, they look all casual. <laughs> There's not a play called here. They're just going to try to get him off sides. They fooled Tony. There was a play called, yeah. and it worked. Um, Jim, look. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Uh, the Browns should still be proud, even though their coaches kind of failed them this game. Won the first playoff game in, what, since the 90s? Uh, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> 92, I think. It's been a long time. So, congrats to them. The Buffalo Bills... Man, they routed. I mean, well, it was closer than that. The first half was basically just field, just defensive and uh, special teams. But they came out and played a little bit the second half. Lamar Jackson just couldn't get it done. He's gonna he's gonna have to further develop his passing game. Yeah, because yep. teams are just taking him away, and the Bills are good enough to do that. And he's not big enough to wear people down. They're gonna wear him down. Yeah, he's gonna have to throw the ball and. The, the problem is that offense is designed around running the fucking ball. He's their leading rusher. Lamar Jackson is their leading rusher. You need a big-name wide receiver. Who wants to come there? Who wants to come there and watch you run the ball 40 times a game? Des Bryant does. I said big-name wide receiver. <laughs> Not legend oh, of the past. Hey, Des Bryant got a touchdown, bro. He did. He is not in his prime. Maybe their quarterback knows how to throw people open. Uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, I think I'll say about that, bro. 966 yards on the season for Cole Beasley. We wanted him to get that 1,000. He was close. I did. I did. He was hurt, though. <laughs> he fucking, he's baller, though. I love um, me some Cole. So I thought that the Browns were the best team in the AFC. The best matchup against the Chiefs in the AFC. Just because they get because ball they, control. Could theoretically if they control to. the ball and run it down their throat, even they though they didn't. It. The Bills don't give a fuck about running the ball, which is weird to me. I thought they would have to to get to this point, but they don't seem very concerned. They're just gonna run Josh Allen out there and have him sling it all over the field. He's a big dude, and he's really, really athletic. Yeah. Um, will so, Mahomes be back from his concussion? A million dollars says yes. The NFL won't allow that game to happen. They'll be like, "Is he close?" He'll play. We don't care, actually. And if he comes out there probably way too early from his concussion, is he going to be the same guy? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm rooting for the Bills. All I could think about was Brett Favre saying, like, I don't remember playing a game. <laughs> I was like, Look, that wasn't just the concussions. That was also all the pills you were on. I understand, but it's because of all the concussions that all <laughs> the pills he was on is why that happened. Yeah, I don't remember playing that game at all. Yeah. We won. No, we won. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, I'm gonna go home and send some dick pics. Uh, also, guys, don't send dick pics. It's not smart. Mets GM. Mets GM got fired because of it. Sending dick pics to a reporter. Seventy. What? <laughs> so, so I was gassing up. Nobody needs to even look at your dick seventy times. Well, he said like the dick pics to this reporter, but apparently there was like, and I guess she was like. She didn't say, like, no. Like, she, she didn't come right out and say no. I think that there was actually a yes in there somewhere. But I think his picks got ignored and then just text after text after Harassment. text. Harassment. Yeah. Like, Escalation. Guys, if a girl doesn't text you back after one or two texts, three at the max, just stop. You're the GM. Of, you're a fucking millionaire. Just go get another one. Just stop. 
Another one. There's there's so many out there. No one wants to see your dick on their camera. They phone. really don't. They really don't. Nobody does. When's the last time you sent a dick pic? I have never sent a dick pic. I have. It was solicited. Loser. It was it, no. <laughs> it, it was requested. <laughs> It was requested, and I was treating. And obviously, you never put your fucking face in the dick pic. Never, pit. ever. I did. Also, put- if your dick has any like tattoos or anything, <laughs> you got to fucking edit edit that shit at Photoshop that shit out. You got a real fucking unique Prince Albert. Yeah. Don't send that. <laughs> Don't send or if you're going to blur it, man, fucking Ugh. have some finesse with your dick pics if you're gonna do it. If you if you if you can't if you can't not do it. Have some finesse. Have some thought about it. Because then I mean, you, like, you just send a dick pic. Yeah, as long as your face isn't in it, you can be like, "I was hot." Are you at least gonna? My put friend something... thought this was funny. Like, 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 like a, like a, like a micro machine next to it to give it some scale. You gotta think about this. I have put shit next to my dick to give it. You scale. Gotta give it scale. Not a micro machine. What do you think I'm working with over here? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a little video. It's like drum, 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 drum. <laughs> <laughs> micro machine's going up the fucking no no you're gonna drive the micro machine up <laughs> up your shaft and have it rip off the head <laughs> and the crowd goes wild <sighs> oh god damn it well this show went off the rails uh, really quickly <laughs> he's mudding in the foreskin Jesus Christ dude <laughs> he's fucking doing donuts up there oh god um, let's stay with football. I want to. I want to. I want to spend a lot of time on shit that's not COVID. Okay, good. <laughs> this is not the COVID show. Um. Okay. It kind of is. Deshaun Watson is very angry. Yeah. He's putting out cryptic tweets about being frustrated about being in Houston. People are reporting that he's going to force a trade. He can't force a trade. I don't think he's doing that. All I can I do is want them to not be assholes. All I can do is be fucking ornery. Uh. I don't think there's any way that he's not playing for the Texas next season. Unless somebody just offers something fucking stupid. stupid. Like, what did I hear? Uh, oh, the Niners. Garoppolo, Bosa, and three first. Bye, Deshaun. Bye. But that's insane. Like, there's no reason to do that. Just completely insane. Oh, did you hear what Shaq said about James Harden? What do you say? Oh, it was so good, man. Because James Harden, James Harden finally he put out like this. Oh, thank you, uh, Houston. I gave it my all. No. And da, da, da. and Shaq was like, "Yo, hold on. <laughs> let me let me see if I understand this. You gave it your all. You didn't even give it a hundred percent in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I want you to I want you to, like find the tweet, look it up, dude. Shaq Shaq nailed it, man. I I heard I heard uh, I was I was going to lunch the other day from work and they they played the whole clip at least most of the clip and Shaq just fucking nail on the head dude like everything that you could bitch about all the things that are wrong about James Harden like he's just he doesn't care enough uh, he he goes out buys all the groceries like or asks for all the groceries and just never deliver it and then he's like yo I'm out. But I did everything that I could. But I though. did everything I could. He's like, I don't, like you clearly I, didn't. I don't believe it. Have you seen this picture of James Harden looking all fat and shit? Nah, I really, I don't think I have. And then when he, then I saw him playing for fucking Brooklyn Nets, and he looked like a fucking physical specimen. But this was his last game for the Rockets. <laughs> people were like, people are saying that he was wearing a fat suit so he could get dealt. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing that, uh, but if he was, it's hilarious. As a matter of fact, I choose to believe that the internet said it, so it's true. Yeah. He was wearing a fat suit. Fat suit, or maybe maybe in Brooklyn he's got the uh, what, 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 is, what is the shit that they wear that like sucks everything in? A girdle, no, a waist trainer, not a waist trainer. What the fuck? Girls wear it all the time. It's like spanks. Yeah, spanks. <laughs> maybe maybe he went to Brooklyn and put spanks on. I don't. He got some Lululemon Spanks. All that shit has to go somewhere. I be seeing these bitches wearing Spanks. You ain't fooling me. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. Only moved around. <laughs> I see that shit. Where does it go? Booty? So some of it goes up, some of it goes down. I'm okay if it goes to certain to places back. up in certain places, man. <clears throat> it's when it doesn't stay there. That's the sad part. Stop. I'm sorry. I just got distracted. Ah, uh, good. I was... 
I was looking in my gallery and booty on Twitter. No, there is um a woman who said that she had a one night stand with a dude. With James you, know, you know how Derek Jeter would send bitches away with like nice gift packages after he fucked them. You heard about that? Well, tell me what's in this gift package after oh. the one night stand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, let me give you the uh, details of this package. This is a... <laughs> Thanks for your time. It's a Ziploc... No, it's not even a Ziploc. It's a great value um, off-brand Walmart bag. And it says with green pen, Thanks for your time. And dash send-off bag. And we have... We don't even have Cool Ranch Doritos. We just have regular-ass cheese Doritos. <laughs> We've got Lipton iced tea. No, it's half and half. Is it an Arnold Palmer? It's an Arnold Palmer. Palmer. I, all right. Pro- points? I think $40. $40. Cap fare, baby. Now, there might be 60 in there, but it's the, the way it's 40. folded. There's some <laughs> white bread, and I think that is natural green tea for a dollar. It's even got the price on it. $1.29. <laughs> that is unacceptable. No, it isn't. You, she could have left with nothing. She got $40 and some snacks. I'm saying, how many of those does he think he keeps in his pantry? Like fucking Brockmeyer with all of his baskets. That. I don't remember that. He one. had he had fuck you baskets, like one night stand gift baskets that he would take out of the cabinet and give them on their way out. Oh, I love that guy. I'm Brockmeyer. Yeah, if you haven't watched Brockmeyer, you should watch it. It's a good show. I gotta go back and watch the first, the at least the first two seasons again. It's so good. Uh, hey. We have an aide on here. I feel like if I made a bunch of money, I would. I want to think that I would be more Jeter than Harden. But I might just be... Oh. <laughs> snack pack just guy. Snack pack guy. He could have put a snack pack in there. That would have made it better. Oh, shit. Uh, no, 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 no. Because if I made that much money, I'd have like a maid and a manager. And a concierge. And a concierge. Yeah. I was like, all right, get all these ready. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're never going to have that much money, so we might as well stop fantasizing you about giving bitches gift that. bags. Are you playing Powerball, bro? I'm still... Oh, I was supposed to buy a ticket today. I forgot. Shit. I went to the gas station, and it still smelled like crap, so I just left. Oh. It still smells like shit. Dude, I went there today. I couldn't smell shit with my N95 on, though. Like, I just went there and got my shit in line. Well, I just had the blue one, right? And I went in there. There was, like, four people in line. I was gassing up, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll just get whatever I need another time. And when he says shit, he means that there was a fucking fire in there. This is, like, And it was super smoky. Ago. Yeah, at least five days ago. And the dude was just working the register. And the place was filled with smoke. I'm like, dude. As soon as you ring my shit up, you should go outside. This yeah. isn't safe. But yeah. ring my shit up first. Yeah, so I can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but you should get the fuck out of here, too. Yeah, dude. man. He didn't get the fuck out of there. This is the same fucking gas station that me and Eddie, like, biked to during the during the lockdown. <laughs> we went to go get tall boys. And we, like, went to grab one and, like, six fell out of the fucking thing. <laughs> Blew up all over the floor. That's And I was like, oh, man. And the guy's name was, it was an Indu, in India or Hindu name of some kind, Pakistani name. I can't, I don't know what it was, but I was like, hey, Johnny, you got a mop? And he's like, yeah, I got a fucking mop. And he like runs over to the back. Like, bro, I'll do it, all right? <laughs> I was like, I'll clean it up. You don't have to be an asshole about yeah, it. Yeah, as a matter of fact, stock your shelves better, bitch. Yeah. I was like, I tried to kick one and just set it down the hall and broke later. <laughs> but it saved it from the initial contact. Uh, all right, you got any more football? Because I've got medicine i got to talk about. Well, I was going to talk about my doctor's appointment. So uh, ah. I was. Uh, I, I did want to celebrate that we finally got hardened the fuck out of here. Yes, good riddance. I couldn't believe the shit he talked about his players, though. Boring ass bad. Just not good enough. We don't have the talent. It's just not going to work. What does like, that sound like? Dude, these you? are professional athletes on your team you're shitting all over them what does that sound like to you like just as a person like let's say you took him out of out of uh basketball and you moved him into like a sales office or if you moved him into i don't know anything else like a football sounds like a dude who got fired yeah (laughs) fucking horrible dude like someone that doesn't take responsibility for their own actions nope he's incapable of it and 
They never held him accountable. They gave him every single thing that he wanted. He continued to fail, and they're like, oh, man. And he's like, I, w- I want to leave. And so they gave him what he wanted again. Yeah. And it's gone. Bitch ass nigga. So I do have a PSA for self-medicinal, if, you, if you'll let me do this. Let's go. Okay. Well, it was reported that a 30, 30-year-old man with bipolar disorder injected himself with magic mushrooms, which contain the psychedelic drug psilocybin. Psilocybin, excuse me. There you go. Uh, in a failed attempt at a trip, uh, psychedelic mushrooms are meant to be, just guys, eat them or drink them. That's it. Those Do are your options. Do not inject them. I think you can put them in your butt, but I'm never going to try it, and I don't think y'all should either. <laughs> have mushrooms going out of your anus. <laughs> I mean, it's dark. I don't think it's... It's not cold, though. It's warm back there. Last time I checked. Uh, so apparently the guy made tea and then injected it. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> uh. The mushrooms grew in the man's bloodstream and caused his body to go into organ failure. Uh, he is being treated with long-term use of antifungals and antibiotics. The 30-year-old man's family brought him to a Nebraska emergency room after they noticed he seemed confused. He did have bipolar disorder type 1. Uh, the doctors who wrote the case study learned, and he hadn't been taking his medications. So he had been going through manic and depressive episodes. And during recent episodes related to his bipolar disorder, he researched how he could decrease his opio- opioid use at home. Um... Shit, I lost my By injecting in fungus in his blood. Well, he read that you know if 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 you suffer from that, you can you can you can help your depression and your anxiety with psilocybin. With psilocybin. And there are actual doctors doing this. Yes, researchers at John Hopkins and New York University conducted multiple small studies of cancer patients who experienced anxiety and depression as a result of their diagnosis. After being given psilocybin, the majority of patients reported an improvement in these symptoms immediately after treatment and over time. The drug is not to be injected, which this, man, which this man learned from a three-week stint in the hospital. But the man in the case study boiled the mushrooms in water, filtered the liquid through a cotton swab, and then injected the substance into his bloodstream. See, he thought he was filtering out all of the fungal spores and no. only getting the psilocybin. No. He a was wrong. He was very wrong. A couple of days later, he started to become overly tired, vomited blood, and developed jaundice, diarrhea, and nausea. His family found him soon after and took him to the hospital. When the doctor met the man, he couldn't give a coherent interview uh, or answers. And after tests, they found he had liver injury, his kidneys weren't functioning properly, and he started to go into organ failure. A blood sample revealed something even more shocking. The mushrooms, which thrive in dark places, had had begun to grow in the man's bloodstream, (laughs) causing an aforementioned health issues. He needed to be put on a ventilator to breathe, and his blood filtered for toxins imagine being the lab tech who gets those results you're like uh, i gotta be going fucking crazy right fucking like, runs over to that guy no way. vampiring him there's no way this is actually happening yeah i need a second and third and fourth opinion yes so there really are fungal spores growing in his, his blood all right i need an adult i don't know what to do with this i don't know what to do with this so yeah psilocybin <laughs> has been has been studied to help with anxiety and depression but take it the prescribed way, orally, orally, <laughs> and orally. That's it. No other way. Not anally. No, don't. I wouldn't try that. Don't try it. Okay. So that was my self-medicinal story for the week. Have you heard about Charles Barkley getting shit on by the internet? No. Because he suggested that professional athletes should get to jump the line for vaccines because they pay so much money in taxes. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. He sounded drunk when he said it, but it's like, bro, they're not essential. You're going to have them jump over doctors and nurses? Dude, the first thing we shut down when this happened was sports, Well, bro. sports, because they're not essential. Um, I know they make a lot of money. And guess what? Taxes is relative, dog. Yep. 417,000 people are dead from COVID in this country. Yes, I know. And he wants to skip the line for basketball players and shit. It just sounds stupid as hell. Sorry, Chuck. Not going to happen. At least it better not happen. But, you know, the way this country runs, people with money, they get first dips. Mm. Sorry. I got a disturbing text message. 
Christian's nostrils be flaring. Yeah, they yeah they definitely flared. I don't I don't think I can share it with the show. It's okay. Except I can, my wife texted me to say she wasn't gonna fucking cook tonight, which is what the whole plan was for the last two days. But okay. would you like to hear some good news? Sure. Hey, Jeff Bridges has been informed that his doctors have confirmed that his tumor has drastically shrunk in his battle with cancer. You know, he's battling lymphoma right now. Oof. He said, I got a CAT scan. I went in to get a CAT scan to see if my protocol is shrinking my tumor. And turns out it's working beautifully. The thing has drastically shrunk. End quote. Excellent. We love the dude. We love Jeff. Jeff Bridges is amazing. He is. I'm happy for him. I had to get my own skin last Ah. week. I had to go get a MRI on my brain. Mm. With contrast. And without contrast. Here's the deal. The MRI that I got took about 25 minutes. I was in the doctor's office for two hours and 30 goddamn minutes just sitting there. It wasn't until I was like, hey, I have to go. But they were like, oh, 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 oh. No, they're ready. They're ready. Go back. Bitches. I've got to go. That's bullshit. And then I left and the fucking receptionist wasn't even wearing her goddamn mask. I was I was not I was not a happy camper. Pay a lot of money for that MRI. Mm. Don't have any fucking health insurance. I understand. Shit costs. Shit costs. Money. I had to get a shitload of blood tests too before I could even do it. Eleven. Eleven blood tests. We all need to uprise about the fucking medical system right? in this goddamn country. We're all pissed off about red and blue shit. What we need to be like pissed off about is well I, I, These drug costs is way too damn high. Is it the white party? <laughs> What's the med- what what would be the medical guys like? Usually it's white on red, right? Like medicine or hospital is like white on red. Like their know. logos and shit? Yeah, it's white on red. I don't know. But I don't, it's I, bullshit. We're going to be the pink party, bro. Mix them together. Pink, pink, party. pink party. Everybody's just going to think we're gay, though. That's okay. That's fine with me. Yeah. Small bullshit, bro. Uh, a group of five women known as the Ebony Anglers are one of the newest teams in competitive fishing, and they're apparently killing it. Gia Pebbles organized the team over the summer of 2020 after visiting a local fishing tournament, realizing no women of color were participating. At their very first tournament in July of 2020, the Carteret Community College Foundation's Spanish Mackerel and Dolphin Tournament, the Ebony Anglers took first place with a 48-pound king mackerel. Damn! Gia said, It just catches some people off guard that we are here. She told the New York Times, We're not only female, but we're black, we're competing, and we're doing it well. We're actually winning. Pretty cool, man. Who got to eat that fish? I don't know. That kind of slimy. I won't. Oh, like the cooked mackerel? It's kind of oily. I don't know if you cook it out. I've never fucking cooked mackerel, so I have no idea. I don't know. I know that they used to sell it kind of like tuna fish, like when I worked at the prison. In the can? People go get it. It was in a pouch. They could buy it from commissary. And it fucking reeked it Oof. would make everything stink Ugh. they called it jack mac i'm not gonna explain why but that's how bad it smelled they be fucking the mackerel no it smelled like old ejaculate how about oh, that <laughs> it's fucking gross man good 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 uh let me see here bro yes less than 24 hours away from the end of the trump presidency so i heard um, i heard he already left yeah, he's getting ready to throw a party for himself. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> you let 400,000 people die, you're throwing a party for yourself. Um, you know, he set a couple records. Only president to lose the popular vote twice. Only president to be impeached twice. Uh, I don't know how many other presidents have let 400,000 people die in a pandemic uh, in modern history. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's doing great. Doing great. Oh, At least he paid God. all his bills. He... Oh, so many people, so many millions of dollars. They're never going to get paid. Nope. Um, Just happy to see him gone. I'm not thrilled about the incoming administration. Nope. I am kind of happy about like a return to normalcy, though. Right. Just like, like I just I don't want to see this fucking outrageous bullshit every fucking yes, day. Yes, it sucks, but okay. Stop tweeting about fucking ratings and inauguration crowds when people are fucking dying. Stop talking shit about Hillary three years after you beat her in the election. Do your fucking job. Okay. Now his job will be nothing. And we'll have 
demented Joe Biden in there. And Telly Crooks. And then we'll have Kamala. I think I did the math. He's got two or three years. Max. Yeah. Just based. Well, he gets better medical care let's than just us. Let us probably make it. Let's let, let's let Joe Biden be president. She's, not, she's all right to look at yeah. with her old ass. Not as old yeah. as Joe. Dr. Jill Biden. Dr. She's, Joe. she's quite the looker. Um, we were rooting for Dr. Joe. <laughs> what are we rooting different, for? Different, exactly. different party. God damn it. Um, oh, shit. The movie that you told us to watch, right? One Night in Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't so, seen it. Is it good? We, Me and the wife watched it last night, and the plan was to watch half of it and then do adult things and yeah. then watch the other half. Couldn't stop watching Just it. Watch the whole movie. Watch huh? the whole fucking thing. Dialogue okay. is amazing. Uh, I cried. Good. I cried. Good. But uh, yeah, you should definitely watch it. Okay. Yeah, I kind of wanted you to watch it first and tell me what I should do. All I can do is tell you to try it out. Can't tell you how to feel. My buddy said it was ten out of ten, and I. I so that's why I told you it was like eh, I, I was pretty good. I didn't want to hit you. You with should always hedge. You should always hedge it with me because I'm a snob. No, no, no. You should hedge it with everyone because if you overhype something, then it, it'll never, it'll never be good enough. That's correct. Um. So some Christian moms are upset about this Match.com 2020 ad. Are you familiar with this ad? I feel like I probably saw it, but I was drunk and forgot it. Okay. Hey. Well, it's a uh, you don't know it's a match.com, but I guess Satan's on his phone and he's like swiping left and swiping right for ladies. And finally he finds one and it's a match. And like he goes to the park or whatever, and this girl comes around the corner and she's like, Satan? And he's like, Oh, yes. And he's like, 94559. And she's like, Call me 2020. And they like they run off and they're like, enjoying the apocalypse and everything so so anyway some christian moms are super pissed off about this with you know kind of goes without say but um uh the one conservative christian mom at one million moms which i don't understand how that works their twitter counts only 5600 but uh is very upset that the dating website match.com tried to be funny in a commercial cute clever and apparently very anti-christian according to the OMM's Monica Cole, who can't handle the jokes. These two ads, both created by Ryan Reynolds, which I didn't know, I have to fact check that, make light of hell and the internal dangers of the demonic realm. One Million Moms does not want viewers to be deceived by this unbiblical depiction of Satan and hell. These two dark commercials make it difficult for families and children to avoid such evil content while watching TV shows during primetime and sporting events. Yo, fuck y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the majority of Christian moms. One, the majority of them do not actually study the fucking Bible. They pick a few scriptures to fucking browbeat people with so they can feel superior. This is from somebody who grew up in the church his whole fucking life and got to see this shit firsthand. Two, Christian moms are bored as fuck. They don't do shit. And the ones that they're either bored or they're giant hypocrites and they're fucking everybody. It's one of the two. These bitches are just bored. They yeah. have nothing else to do. They're stuck in the house in a, in a pandemic. So they're complaining about nonsense. That sounds exactly what they're doing. To hell with you. Or to heaven. I don't give a fuck. Just get out of here. Go to the shadow room. Uh, better yet, go to fuckery island. Upside down. Upside down fuckery island. Hey. That's where like snakes eat. The upside down fuckery island. Oof. I have. You're still getting fucked. You have any idea? Just in the fuckery island? Because I have someone. Yeah, go for it. I wish I knew this woman's actual name. I only know her fucking Instagram account, which is Among Us Toys Official. This bitch is marketing and selling stress dolls. You know, like things that you grab. The Among Us Toys? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the awesome game Among Us. Okay. This is just her fucking name. The stress toys that she designed are in the likeness of George Floyd and his murderer, Derek Chauvin. Wow. And she is selling this shit. Wow. I, I kind of just want to choke a bitch. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, to fuckery island with her. That's if funny. I knew her real name, I'd fucking dox her. I don't care. But I don't know it. God damn. Hmm. Like, the unmitigated gall. 
You wanted to talk about uh, airport travel today, I thought. <clears throat> well, guys, as you know, if you've been listening to this show, I am very, very concerned about getting COVID. However, this guy takes the cake. A California man who was af- afraid to fly due to COVID-19 lived inside the secure area of an O'Hare International Airport terminal for nearly three months before being caught on Saturday. The man, who was found to have an airport worker's misplaced credentials, survived largely from other passengers giving him food. Hey, American generosity. I didn't know we had any of that left. Didn't know we had it. You're telling me that an unauthorized, non-employee individual was allegedly living within the secure part of O'Hare Airport Terminal from October 19, 2020 to January 16, 2021? It was not detected? Judge Susanna Ortiz asked after hearing the allegations. Uh, Aditya Singh, 36, arrived at O'Hare Terminal 2 on a flight from L.A. on October 19th. He's allegedly been living inside the airport security zone ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I would have such a bill if I lived in the airport. I would just be at the bar, and I would have got thrown out immediately. Like, there's no way I would. You would have been it. fucking belligerent. As a matter of fact, though, in, in 2020, 2021, you don't have enough fucking money to be belligerent every day at the airport bar. No. You're going broke. Yeah, within like a week. There goes all my 401k. Spend at Chili's. <laughs> so, the dude was charged with felony criminal trespass. Uh, to a restricted area of an airport and misdemeanor theft because he stole those credentials. Um, he stole credentials? That's how he was able to be in there for so long. Ah. Somebody misplaced their fucking credentials. Anyway, that's what happened. judge denied a request to allow Singh to fly home while the case works its way through, its way through the court system. So he's got to stay in town. Well, that sucks. You were afraid of COVID. Now you got to fucking stay in jail. Damn. I kind of, I don't know. I felt like I would have been a little lighter on him and been more harsher on the system that failed. I mean that's not the judge's place to do that like hey y'all motherfuckers couldn't find credentials for three months yeah like I mean yeah somebody's probably gonna get fired actually multiple people multiple people need to get fired uh yeah I'm not quite that scared of COVID I mean I wouldn't have gone to the airport in the first place no I wore a mask for probably longer than I ever have when I was waiting for that MRI it took forever cause I don't you know I'm never at places for long Right. Go on a gas station, leave. Right. Liquor store, leave. Then when I got to the back where the, the MRI was, people weren't wearing masks because I couldn't because of the way the MRIs work. Uh, I have the, you know, you have the little fucking metal piece in your mask what? to help it fit. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about so, that. Yeah. My anxiety was very high because I haven't been at a place, like at a place inside yeah, for longer than 10 minutes. Yeah. My anxiety was very high. Hmm. Maybe you need to, like, coach yourself. Get back out there. Well, I've got this medication. Um, so, hey! And I'm definitely wearing this N95. The only, like, if I have to sit in a place for a long time, though, I'm going to have to shave my shitty pseudo beard Oof. to get the really good seal from the N95 because uh, they're not fully effective if you're not clean shaven. Uh, That's going to suck. Yeah, I'll take COVID. <laughs> You already took it. I already took it. Speaking of people who took COVID, both of my parents are positive for COVID right now. This they, is bad. They, they say they're doing fine. They can't smell shit. My mom says her nostrils are burning a lot and she can't smell, but that's basically all the symptoms she's having. She's also probably in the best shape of anybody her, in her age group ever. Right. Owns a gym, personal fitness trainer. Yeah. She'll be fine. It's going to be all right. I asked my dad how he was doing. He said, fantastic. <laughs> and I say it like that because when he texts me, he adds a bunch of exclamation points to shit. Yeah. It gets on my fucking nerves. That's but what Kevin does. I love dude. him. And as of right now, they are doing fine. That's good. What you got for us? Um, Films that Roger Ebert dislikes. Yes. Christian likes this segment. I like when people hate things. <laughs> This was a special film made by wonderful director M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, no. The Village. Eventually, Nine, shut the fuck up! Eventually, the secret of those, etc., is revealed. 
It's a crummy secret about one step up the ladder of narrative originality from It Was All a Dream. It's so witless, in fact, that when we do discover the secret, we want to rewind the film so we don't know the <laughs> And then keep on rewinding and rewinding until we're back at the beginning and can get up from our seats and walk backward out of the theater and go down, up escalator, and watch the money spring from the cash register and back into our pockets. End quote. He was not a fan of the village. Was anyone? I was not a fan of the village. Because M. Night, M. Night made one good movie. Uh, the Sixth Sense. I liked Sixth Sense. That's it. Oh, but that got ruined for me. No, I liked um, the first one with Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. Unbreakable. Oh, Unbreakable. I okay. liked Unbreakable. It was alright. It was alright. But I saw that when I was a kid, because that came out in like 97 or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mr. Glass. Archaeologists in, pa- in Pompeii found a, like a food truck. A food truck? It was like a village market where they served food. I don't know. I think I went over this a couple weeks ago, but I forgot to get rid of it. Oh, did you know that Mike Judge based the voice of Boomhauer off an angry voicemail he got when he was working on Beavis and Butthead? I need to hear that voicemail. I'm trying to find it. Oh, my God. Dang, a bunch of two dudes living in MTV, man. And he was like, yes. This this is Dang, what the hell is a car hollow anyway? <laughs> uh oh, I, I promised I would do an MLK quote. Okay. This is this is Dr. King on Democracy. Uh May 10th, 1967. We must face the hard fact that many Americans would like to have a nation which is a democracy for white Americans, but simultaneously a dictatorship over black Americans. Again. Oof. May 10th, 1967, in the Atlantic. I have one more. Yeah. I must confess that over the past few years, I've been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block at his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klanner, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice who prefers a negative piece, which is the absence of tension, to a positive piece, which is the presence of justice. Mm, that's pretty solid. Mm, doesn't seem like a whole bunch of change. Doesn't see, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, shit, man. I think I think most people would probably agree. Well, I don't know if they'll no. probably agree with that, but no, not most. I would kind of lean toward that. In fact, even myself would be like, man, I just wish all this shit would you know go away. But but you think about it, there's it. it if if you're not getting any negative feedback, or if you're not getting any feedback at all, if there's no friction, then what the fuck are you doing? You're not doing anything. Exactly. You're not moving anywhere. You're just you're you're standing still. There has to be tension. There has to be struggle. There has to be strife. In some cases, it's going to be violence. I don't think that there has to be violence. Or human beings. I think that's just always going kind to of violence. the response. Well, yeah. Um. Oh. Should I have ended the show with that? Did I derail everything? No, no, no. Let me let me lighten it up at the end. I didn't want to jump from Martin Luther King to smelly vagina candles, but I will. Gwyneth Paltrow! <laughs> <laughs> did you read about this? No, that I did. Oh, good. A This Smells Like My Vagina Candle that the actress, Gwyneth Petrol, Gwyneth Paltrow, pedals on goop Exploded into flames. Wait. People are buying pussy candles at a place called Goop? Goop? No. <laughs> no. Exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the odoriferous product in a quiz, The Sun reported. The candle exploded. No, wait, hold on. Let me just The candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere, Jody Thomas, 50, told the outlet. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room. <laughs> Thompson, who lives with her partner, David Snow, said they threw the flaming candle out the front door. Uh, it could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room, she said. Peltro, 48, launched the $75 candle em- emitting her private scent in January 2020. 
Set notes include geranium, citrusy bergamot. I don't even know what that is. And cedar. Who wants cedar vagina, bro? Also, <laughs> hey, get me get the fucking. How you do? How do you even? First of all, it needs to be noted that clearly Gwyneth Paltrow has some bomb ass pussy. I'm getting after it now. Who? Who do you? You're on the list, Gwen. If it's your fucking job, like <laughs> whose job is it to be like to go and smell her vagina? Like, how, how do they extract the odor? <laughs> Does somebody put their nose in there and take a big whiff? Maybe he gave her a good dick and like ran home with a Ziploc over it. No. Like, I, Eureka! <laughs> I don't want to live on this planet anymore. All right. Do you want to act? Okay, hold on. Cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambriette seed, according to her online store. And Gwyneth actually came on and said, this candle started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and GP. Oh, that's sorry. That's the website. The two were working on a fragrance, and she blurted out, uh, this smells like a vagina. <laughs> But evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. That turned out to be perfect as a candle, says the sun. Who the fuck just wants to smell pussy constantly in their house? I think it's like some really nice, nice pussy. Something I... that you and I have never had. Because <laughs> <laughs> they stuck potpourri up there first? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, these people got a lot of money. You don't know. What? That they have scent emitters in their fucking yes, vaginas? Yes, they do. All right, let's do the riff and get the fuck out of we here. We haven't talked about the club. Oh, you're right. Do it. We got it. That, that's the fuckery island, I thought. Oh, uh, that's true. Well, we yep. can send them there right. We... Drop it. Go. Okay. Club Spire in Houston has now been shut down. Good. Why, might you ask? It was fucking packed Friday night. Pat, fucking nut to butt in that bitch. I saw about two masks in the footage that I watched. There were thousands of people in there to watch. Bow wow. Fucking Shad Moss of all people. Imagine risking your life to listen to little Bow Wow. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? This is how you know the pandemic has people with a uh, fucking cabin fever. They were coming out for anything. Anyway, club's been shut down indefinitely. I I understand like these clubs they're not getting much help uh, and then you know they have to shut down they're trying to pay bills but fuck at least mandate masks and have a reasonable capacity it's still a stupid ass risk that I would never take but that shit was nuts nuts for Bow Wow yeah, I, I cannot reiterate that enough I have a quick Kalen's Corner good Alright, so I've been teaching my, my daughters how to load the dishwasher. Because frankly, I'm tired of doing that shit. So, Kaylin is loading the dishwasher, and she starts screaming and crying. And I was like, what? What is it? She's like, I can't, I can't touch that! I can't do it! It's silverware! And I was like, what are you talking about? She can't touch it's silverware! I can't! She can't touch silverware. She's a werewolf, remember? Oh. So she can't touch silverware. Wow. So it's like, it's not made out of silver. We don't have money like that. If you don't load that shit in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's what they call it. Oh my God. We were so confused at what she was complaining about. I'm, I'm not even shocked. She is a werewolf. All right, let's get out of here. All right, let's do the <laughs> All right, so. Sylvain Sylvain was a co-founding member and rhythm guitarist of the influential glam punk band, the New York Dolls. I don't know who that is, but he died at the age of 69 of colon cancer. Phil Spector was a record producer who worked with artists including the Beatles, Ike and Tina Turner. Um, at the time of his death, he was serving a, a prison sentence of 19 years to life for the 2003 murder of actress Lana Clarkson. COVID got his ass at the age of 81. And Marsha Zazula and her husband John starred the influential metal label Megaforce Records, releasing albums for Metallica, Anthrax, and Testament. She died at the age of 68 from cancer at her home in Claremont, Florida. And that's the route. If I missed anyone, sorry. 
Sorry. They'll still be dead next week, though. Anyway, we love you guys. Love you guys. Talk to you. Hey! hey stay COVID-free, bitches. Be yeah. careful. Wear a goddamn mask. Social distance. We can't afford to lose any listeners, bro. We don't have that many. I know. We only got like 30. So y'all knock it off. Be safe. We love y'all.